maybe you should start. This <laughs> mine is in and out. Welcome back to the Pretty Unlimited Podcast. What's your name? My name is Chris. What is your name? Anna. There you go. How y'all doing today? I don't know how everybody else is doing. I know I got this cold. <laughs> and uh, you've been you've been going through it. It's actually not. I've been I've been mopey about it, but it's not been crazy bad. It's just like it's all right there in my like from. It's just in my sinuses. Yeah. It's just a head cold. So nothing else hurts. Nothing else is bothering me. But I think the listeners can hear that it's in your sinuses. <laughs> but it's just. At this point, it's really annoying because you know how colds go, though. Like it'll start off a little, you like a day or two of blah, and then you hit the hardcore part of it, yeah. and then it's the downward slide. I feel like I've just been on the same part for five days, and it won't get better. It won't get worse. It's just, it's just stuck here. Yeah, we need to figure out what beds work for you, though. Yeah, because we've noticed over the years, and <laughs> just to, yeah, and you see me, I've like I will be with you and take Nyquil and yeah, I don't get nothing. It. I don't get it. <laughs> be with you and take Mucinex, nothing. You're you're a superhuman <laughs> or something. Uh, but speaking of medicine, I mean, for medicinal purposes, let's take this shot of Jameson. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Hopefully, this will help. It'll take the blockage out of your your nasal passage. Uh oh, sound like it didn't help. There was a little drip that got stuck in the cup and went to be greedy and take that extra drip drip mm. and that's what got stuck. Terrible. Uh yes. Greedy ass. Um so I noticed our door is opening. It's Ann. Hi Ann. She heard you. Come up. Hi, baby. Say hello. She's got nothing to say. <laughs> Maybe we'll use your picture for this. <laughs> I did that just so she'll make a noise. <laughs> Terrible. No? Okay. Want to bite to the death? She's weird. Yes, she is. Um... So, um, I meant to tell you, uh, a friend of mine listened to the, the last episode with the cruising Uh and, uh, said, even though we pointed out about the food Mm -hmm. being really good many times, she said, uh, that we undersold the food because she said, you know, the fact that you can go back and eat and eat and eat and eat. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's. I think it depends on when you where you go. I wouldn't like the food in the like dining hall area where you just like it's like a free for all. They got everything. Like you mean the buffet or the buffet? Because the, the guy that you were listening to the other night said something about he had the best burger he ever had at Guy's Burger Joint, which sounds ridiculous. And he named he named like a bunch of places that are good. Uh, he was specific. He said Five Guys, Shake Shack, In and Out. That was the three he named. Yeah, which. I wouldn't say it's a good burger, but I mean, I don't think it's better. I don't think it's better. The best burger I've ever had. I think if you take into account, hey, 
I'm on a cruise ship eating this burger. That might make it go I mean, over the top. Maybe, but, other- <laughs> but I mean, you have to. The fries are not that good. You, you have to have eaten other burgers, like good burgers. I don't know. He said the I'm best he's ever had. I'm real finicky with my fries, and I'm actually kind of upset with Carnival because. Um, because they don't have McDonald's fries? Yeah. I even like Burger King's fries now, which I used to not like. Uh, Burger King's Their fries cool. have gotten better. They have gotten better, but I I take wendy's fries over burger king yeah oh yeah absolutely but they the fries on the ship you can only as far as i can remember you can only get them from guys yeah and i don't like their fries no i mean it's they're okay the thing with guys burger joint, like i'd rather have the burger and skip the fries his i mean it's like a good it's it reminds me of any of these burger plate not shake shack as much but like five guys it just tastes like good burgers not I the, hate Five Guys. They're not the greatest burgers you've ever had, but they're good burgers. And n- not knocking Five Guys flavor, I just, I get sick every time. It's probably that peanut oil I, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's got to be the peanut, because Jaden has the same reaction I do. It's we both probably, got sick. Probably that peanut. It's also, they're also very greasy. Yeah, and my stomach just, you know, my stomach is all really sensitive. Their so. fry bag, be, it just be, <laughs> it be like four shades of brown. You know what I should do? I should try Five Guys again, me and Jaden, and not eat the fries. Maybe we can't do both. Maybe. Maybe yeah. that's the situation. It's a, it's a good we idea. We are also having it with milkshakes, so I wonder if the oil mixing with yeah, the milk do, and maybe it's too, too much. much. Yeah. Y'all doing way too much. So, um, but yeah, she said uh, we also didn't bring up the desserts, but um, me and the kids do the desserts. You don't really. Yeah, I don't. if you're looking for dessert from me, I don't. I, I skip it. Yeah, because there's the whole chocolate day, uh-huh. which you don't really partake nope, of. Not at all. Um, I did tell Kalila about chocolate day. I told Jen she had a big reaction. Yeah, I bet they're both ready. You know, um, but you know they have the chocolate melting cake and the yeah they have good pies. Yeah, I mean for at least what I'm told. Mm-hmm. I don't get into so, that stuff, but yeah, and the 24 hour ice cream is always a a treat correct so okay so what is today's topic of uh, conversation you wanted to run through our favorite keanu reeves movies mm-hmm. why did you choose keanu reeves because he's hot and it popped in my head <laughs> is he always hot or has he gotten hotter i think he went i think he used to be cute when was this Back like Point Break, he was cute then. I think he was cute, like Bill and Ted's. Yeah, but he had a, it was a different look though. Yeah, but I, that's what I'm saying. I think he was cute, but as he's gotten older and he's gotten that um, seasoned, hardened kind of look about him. Yeah, he's he looks more distinguished. He really does look like you know, like from the way he is in John the John Wick movies. Uh-huh. He does. Just walking, look like somebody who would like fucking kill you. Oh yeah, you gotta look at those training videos. You know, <laughs> send him to send him to wherever we got beef right now. <laughs> wherever they don't like us, send him out there. Intent a uh, platoon of Keanu Reeves in training. Yeah, he'll take him out. <laughs> he'll take him out. Um, yeah, he's he's an interesting character because he he's been around for decades. Mm-hmm. It's got to be about. 30 years yeah since the 80s late 80s yeah i think the the way he's kind of become a meme the way that uh 
Chuck Norris became a meme, but mm-hmm. I think Keanu is not no disrespect to Chuck Norris. Um, it's his skill as a as a competitor, but I think John Wick, John Wick. I think Keanu Reeves is, is more warranted. <laughs> um, he's a good actor, first of all, mm-hmm. but second, he's also like had a string of really phenomenal films of varying variety. I'm not going to make any comment on the Chuck Norris stuff because I grew up on those movies. So yeah, but that movie, none, what's a good Chuck Norris movie? Good Guys Wear Black. It's a great movie. Yeah, and, and where does that stack up next to a, a John Wick? Mm. Mind you, a John Wick plays off of a lot of the the themes and, and the, the tropes of those movies. But that's a, like a personal thing. Like your top five and my top five, you know, are I'm awesome. not, I'm, I'm not talking but about I'm t- saying though, for me, it, you know, it's also got a nostalgia thing attached to it. So no, I, I would put it up there. Trust me. There's movies that I get nostalgic for too, but you have like, you have to be realistic about certain things. Like some things are of a better quality than others, regardless of if you like them or mm, not. See, and I, where I agree with that, I also kind of disagree because, um, the choreography is much better nowadays. You know, mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves wasn't fighting all those people, you know, the, so, you know, the choreography is better. Mm-hmm. The, the filming is better that, you know, so. Yeah. But Chuck Norris is, I mean, Chuck Norris was in Bruce Lee films like, and those were mm-hmm. fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Chuck Norris hasn't had a film that was better than a, 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 a decent Bruce Lee film. Mm, I don't know. Good guys wear black was really, really good. I'll have to That's look. My favorite. I'll have to look at it again, but I, I can't. I'm, I can't imagine that on the scale of. And I, I can't also, remember all. There's one scene to one Chuck Norris movie that I remember. Like I think he was a cop, and I, I might be mixing up the movies because it's been so so many years. Uh-huh. But um, they took this like uh, fork thing. And like I'm curling my fingers, like people in the podcast yeah, can it, see me. It kind so of I'm looks doing like, like a fork, but it also kind of looks like a like, bird's like claw. A, like one of those, yeah, like one of the, no, one of those, uh, like a garden thing, like when you claw the dirt. Yeah. So, um, and they like put it in his partner's back. And oh, I mean, I, yeah, that's cool. And and fuck dude up, and then he went, and then Chuck Norris, it was his partner, so he went on like a revenge rampage. It was really good. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I saw kn- it in the drive-in. <laughs> Chuck Norris is is do- again dope as a fighter on screen. No, I would still pick Keanu, but you know, I'm coming from it from a different perspective. Um, um, uh, I, it, it, there's a not a better, just different. There, well, there's objectivity, and then there's the other way you look at things, and I think sometimes. Um, because I noticed that a lot with uh ranking stuff. Sometimes it, it's cool. Mind to you, be- I'm not talking about any other Chuck Norris movies. I'm only saying that one because I can't even remember the rest of. But them. that's that's kind of, that's but yeah. that that kind of speaks to my point though. It's like regardless of how much of a dope fighter Chuck Norris is, him being a meme like. It would be like 14, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. It was kind of not as warranted as someone like a Keanu Reeves. Especially because I think the people who are making Chuck Norris into a meme, I don't even think they watch Walker, Texas Ranger. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. like, here's this figure who I know might be, you know, this God level fighter. But then like Keanu Reeves, you, you over the last three decades, you've been able to see him 
do that shit. You know, watching mm-hmm. him prepare for John. But then Wick, at but- the same time, my generation and older watched Chuck Norris do that for a few decades. You know, so that's they- what I'm saying. I think it's like. Maybe a decade. I don't know. I don't know. After no, it was a couple of decades. It was like seventies, well into the eighties, and then Walker, Texas Ranger, was like late eighties, early nineties. I, I think people watched his best stuff, and didn't see a lot of the trash that came out. And I only say that because the one company he was working with, they were known. They were the Canon Group. They were known. I remember them to purposefully make bad films. I watched a whole documentary about them. I did yeah. too. It's on Plex somewhere. Yeah, yeah. they cut a lot of like those films probably could have been better if they spent the accurate yeah, amount of they money were definitely more about pushing out quantity yeah, 100%. <laughs> they, they, they they're the people that fucked up the last superman the superman 4 they're the people that, were they the ones no that wasn't them they're the ones that they did breaking were, who was the one and they did one of the lombada movies there was one move one i have to look it up there was one movie like american company that did uh, that did Dirty Dancing. It wasn't them. And and then they Vista. Yeah, it wasn't it was Vista. That's Can- what I was thinking. Of. Cannon was known for doing hopping on a lot of trends. They did like the American Ninja movies. Which which uh, Lombada when did they do? I that's the weird part because technically they had the rights to make the Lombada movie, but I believe that somebody from Cannon split from them. And they both essentially made they made the Lombada, and then what was the other the one? The Forbidden, Forbidden Dance. Dance. They uh, people the from Forbidden Dance was the one that was the people from that company both made because those movies came out right, right around the same yep, time. Right, they were right at the um, same time. And I remember seeing both, and I definitely liked one more than the other. I one. think they did the one that wasn't as good, or the one that didn't make as much money. And it was from then. It was like it was a real sharp decline in terms of yeah. The Forbidden their Dance time. was definitely the better one. But yeah, and like, it was and it was pretty fucking bad. But yeah. it was but it was a fun movie yeah. and it had a story and it was like an environmental Can, thing. Canon was wasn't really good cool. at making stories. And what was what was that one Chuck Norris series? It was like was it Missing in Action or something mm-hmm. like that? They made yep. like three or four of them. Yep. They were all bootleg Rambo movies. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm. For but that sure. that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. the, just in terms of. You know the weird part was is I liked the Rambo movies, but I actually did like the Missing in Action movies. A I remember bit better. I remember I, Chuck Norris had a cartoon. I think that was kind of mm-hmm. based off of and, that stuff. And I, you know, not knocking Sylvester Stallone, but um, Chuck Norris in that role was more believable. Yeah, because he wasn't than th- Sylvester Stallone's but pe- you know, New York Italian but accent pe- pe- or whatever threw me off. But people weren't worried about they wanted to make fun of Sylvester Stallone's accent. They wanted the look of the the wet hair yeah. and the wet like muscles. The movies and did shit. really well though. Chuck Norris had to have on cowboy boots, jeans, a denim shirt, a vest a bomber jacket like he he didn't have the look no which he looks th- too clean cut and i think that was a big part of it yeah he looks too clean cut the dirtiest thing about him was the beard that he had on his face yeah and that was scraggly oh, so. okay so let's move on to our top five keanu reeves movies yeah you can start with your number five my number five is and speaking all of this action this is the one non-action movie on my keanu reeves list it's not that i dis Keanu as a dramatic actor I just like him more for his action films 
My number five is this film called Parenthood, where he plays like a really small role in it, but he's okay. So you did what I so a a couple of my movies, he doesn't have a big role. Yeah, but it was the top five movies that he was in. Yeah. So I yeah. Th- this is the one where it's like it's not his film, but I I I, I remember watching Parenthood a lot. I've seen it. It was. Um, it was like Steve Martin and Rick Moranis and like yep. 500 other people. <laughs> yes. And Keanu was... Rick Moranis is so underrated. Well, he disappeared after yeah. a while. Rick Mor- I think, I think if I'm not mistaken, Rick Moranis's wife... Passed away. And why, he had to I, raise but, his kids but or I, something, I think. I think as she was getting sick, he was pulling back yeah. to be with her. Because that's when the Honey Eyes Shrunk the Kids and all that, right? Yeah, I, I, I think like people weren't really right seeing him. That. It was like mid nineties yeah. is when he re- he'd done voice work, and I think he's done a couple of things. But you could, from Ghostbusters to like the third or fourth Honey I Shrunk the Kids movie or whatever many yeah. they did, he was that was doing a good everything. movie too. I love that movie. Yeah, I, I love the first one. I didn't. I don't remember if I ever saw any of the other ones. I think I saw three of them. No, I did see the second one because I think I took the girls to go see it. When they were little. It was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I remember Honey, I Blew Up the Baby. and then That's I th- the one I saw. And then there was another one. I, don't, I think I only watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids all the way through. But Keanu in Parenthood, Parenthood. he's the boyfriend of the one woman's daughter. And like, because you can see throughout the movie, like the daughter's like, she seems like she's a free spirit, but she gets more free when she gets this guy they're having sex in the house and he it's almost it i was thinking about it earlier actually um that one shot got me having a fucking hot flash like it's nobody's business (laughs) oh lord he reminds me what's what was becky's boyfriend and roseanne her husband and roseanne mark he reminds me of mark but he was kind of doofy yes but he played doofy really well i mean bill Bill and ted's (laughs) Ted's coming back they're coming back for a third one sometime this year um but it it was he was able to do some things that allowed you to see that he wasn't just a doofy guy. Mm-hmm. There was a whole thing with him, uh, because he, he used to race cars or like race do like drag racing or whatever. And it was a thing where like he got into the accident and and people were wondering if he died or like I don't know. It was just that's the first movie I saw him. Like damn, you know I don't know who that guy is, but he's pretty fucking good. And uh, I I I wouldn't mind watching him in a movie again. And that was early. That was yeah, eighty or like nineteen ninety one, maybe something like that. But his career goes back super far. Yeah, but that's my number five. What's mm-hmm. yours? So my number five is the first John Wick. Wow, that's a good film. Um, and I remember I wasn't gonna. I wasn't going to watch it or something, but just the fact that it had Keanu Reeves in it, I had to watch it. Yeah. So, um, and we know I don't like gory horror movies. Yeah. But people get shot in the head and, and this kind of movie I love. There's <laughs> I a know. lot There's a lot of murder. We a were trying to count it. Remember, we just do, lost count. You can't do <laughs> we had it. to look it up or something. I, I forget what it was. It was that one scene where he was chasing the mob guy's son in the bar. Mm-hmm. And it was just every guy was get he would he would get shot in that or he would like shoot somebody in the leg and then as they like were in pain he would shoot them five times going from their belly to their head yeah 
every person though. Like yeah. how many fucking clips you got on you, my guy? <laughs> but I love I, I like in um in it too is like he wasn't pretending he wasn't hurt. No, it was really you real. know you knew he was fucked up. You yeah. know, <laughs> like not mean the character. Like, no, yeah, the char- yeah. like it wasn't one of these ones where like he's just got a little cut or something and like that's it. No, he was jacked up. He was getting jacked up too, and yeah. he just you know. Uh, fought through the pain, kind of. Well, it, it, kind of thing. It it added to the realism, though. It's yeah. it's, it's one of those things where I cried a, a a good half bucket of tears though when they killed the dog. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh my god. Well, that was a, and what's that, his name, the Spanish guy in the movie. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Oh, John Leguizamo. Yes. Yeah. Um. He was like, Rohan's like, you fucked up. Yeah, you like, ki- you killed his dog. Like, you stole his car. Like, yeah, you fucked with, like, the you, two things he had left in life. The, you killed the dog that his dead wife left him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's your ass. That You fuck with the, with the Baba Yaga. And even the, the, the gangster dad was like, I, I can't save you. John Wick was so hard that... He got out the life of being the most murderous man in the world, buried all his gold in his guns under cement in his basement. basement. And once it was time to go, he got that sledgehammer and just got that shit. But the thing I like about the John Wick stuff more, that those movies, I don't think they were supposed to be what they were. They were not supposed to be box office hits like they were. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like. In the time that that one, because this is, you're still, this was, it's a decade ago. There's been three movies, but it's not that long ago. But. The first one came out in 14. Yeah. Yeah. Simple movies like that where it's a dude's dog gets killed. I'm going to say it again because Uh it is exact. We've talked about this a million times. Uh It is exactly like that episode of Cosby show. Yeah. Max Savage. Where Max Savage, Theo and Claire went to go to a movie and Vanessa wanted to go see the movie and they went let her because she would have nightmares. And it was all about this guy named Max Savage and they stole his car and he had to get it back. He had to get it back. I'm like, they fucking created John Wick off of Max Savage off the Cosby it was, show. It was a total throwback. But I think it was it's cool because they didn't have as much money. It was the guy who was literally Keanu Reeves's lifelong um stunt double directing it. And that he knew how to utilize Keanu perfectly. Mm-hmm. And the fun, now that's the style though. Because I didn't realize this until after I saw it, but the new movie Birds of Prey mm-hmm. with Margot Robbie. That's all the one with the women. Yes. Right. Okay. When I was watching it, because she, it'll, there's some fight scenes where like she. Is it out? It's out. Yeah. It came okay. out this this past. It's not. At the time of this recording, I don't know um, how it's going to do this weekend. I thought it was going to do better, but it's definitely underperforming. Um, probably for a various amount of reasons. But anyway, there's scenes in the film where like she, she'll be in a room. There's actually two really big scenes. One where she's in a room. It's like seven guys. And instead, of like, she could just be shooting people and doing all this stuff, but she's doing the throws. She's doing, you know, the, the I'm going to hitch, I'm going to fuck your leg up, and then when you're waiting in pain, I'm going to smack you in the face and all this shit. There's another big scene with all the women towards the end. I didn't realize until after I saw it that the guy that directed John Wick did, like, the choreographing of the fights in that film, and it was, you know it's what? just how it is now. It reminds me of, uh, um... Kill Bill. Yes. You know, because there's like one of the scenes where 
um, is it Lucy Lou's in it? Yeah. In in that part where it's like animated. Yeah. I think, and she like uh, shoots the guy in the in the ankle. He falls, and then mm-hmm. poof, she yeah, shoots yeah, yeah. him in the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I might be remembering that incorrectly. No, that pretty um, much happened. Yeah, because she was laying under the bed. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, so that that all reminds me of that, you know, like, um, and I always think it's a good idea when I see it happen. That's right. You fuck them up so they can't they can't fight because they're in so much pain. Yeah. And then you got the opportunity to kill them. It's more so, it's more realistic than I think people realize. Oh, yeah. Compared to some of the movies or some of the scenes in some of the John Wicks where <laughs> you've just got a, a, a machine gun, you're blowing everybody you away. Imagine John Wick with an actual machine gun. <laughs> Yeah, we don't really see that. No, it's always a pistol. It's well, and he's had shotguns. He's shotguns. I don't know. I don't yeah. remember seeing him with. Like, if he had a rocket launcher, he would use it to open a door, and then he'd run at the door with he's a pistol. He's a white dude. You think they give him an AK? Yeah, but <laughs> but he he's his back's against the wall. I know. He he ain't got nobody with him. All right, what's your number four? My number four. I don't know how high. I don't know if this is going to be on your list, and if it is, how high it's going to be. My number four is Speed. Just the first one. I never. I didn't make it through Speed Two. Speed Two was horrible. I. But I liked. I like. <laughs> it's funny because I don't think Keanu Reeves was like. Okay, so we don't want to discuss this again. So I'll say Speed is my number one. Okay, I. Because it was really my introduction to him. As an, as an action, action guy, guy. Yeah. so I had the, and I loved him and Sandra Bullock. They had a good mm-hmm. chemistry between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, not good enough to do an, another one, yeah. apparently. Well, I think the story in one is so good that I don't know why you need them yeah. to be on a boat. Yeah, and I love cruises. Nope, not happening. Yeah, not that cruise. I'm cruise surprised. Control. Surprised you wanted to go on a cruise after that and fucking Under Siege too. I or never saw. I never saw Under Siege. Uh huh. I never finished Under Siege. I I watched about fifteen minutes of Speed Two, and I I might I might I might have been going through HBO and watched five minutes of Speed Two. I regretted. Sandra Bullock was in that one too, or no? Wow, that's terrible. And then she did another one without without him. him. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck was she thinking about? At that point, he might have already been gearing up to do Matrix. Probably. Or Johnny Mnemonic or one of them shits. But yeah, Speed 2 was, it was a great story, like you said. Yeah. Um, well, Speed. Speed. Not Speed yeah, 2. Yeah, Speed 2, Speed. And uh, I can picture his face, I can't. Dennis Hopper? Dennis Hopper. It was yeah. amazing. He's a, he's he's probably the best part of that film. Oh, he plays the bad guy so good. I think um, it's, in terms, like Keanu's dope action-wise in this, the scene where he, they're fucking... They're cutting the floor out of the bus so we can go underneath the bus on the thing. Oh, they have the 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 lid. Yeah, 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 that shit is crazy. Um, I mean, he just he, he it just it just looks like a fucking dope film. Yeah. Um, when he goes on the thing and they slide him under the bus towards yeah. the end, and him and Sandra have to get back on it. Facts. And, yeah, 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 that's like, ugh. <laughs> acting wise, I'm not the biggest. No fan of him in that hold on one second it's wrong i don't know something with this mic it keeps like going in and out but i don't know if that's just me mishearing it um it's definitely doing something anyway yeah acting wise it's not like ama- like i don't like the way he reads no. off his line sometimes but 
I don't. It doesn't take away from the film at all. No, he. Um, I think one of the. <coughs> I think the the one thing that's present in nearly every character he plays is <coughs> very much a loner. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the ongoing theme. Mm-hmm. And um and or maybe maybe a loner or just very private, you know. Yeah. At least in, at least in these big action movies. Yeah. yeah. And speed, all of them. He's, you know, very much kind of yeah. off to the side, mm-hmm. you know. Um of of any group he's going to be in, he's kind of on the outside watching. Facts. So very good at his job, but definitely yeah, to himself. Yeah. Um. But yeah, speed. You know, I liked all the interaction with the different passengers and uh-huh. yeah. and stuff like that. I liked that the bus was like a full on character. Yeah. In yeah, the movie, it yeah. was really good. You know. Yeah, that's, you that's know, one of those ones I definitely watched the HBO first looks of how they did a lot of the scenes and when it would be jumping shit and everything i uh i watched that a lot how many of those buses did they have they must have had a bunch of them they were a good amount i mean you figure they because they have to have different buses doing different things you know cameras set up in certain places you know you've got the buses towards the end of its run have got they're a little more broken down than some of the ones earlier on so joe morton was in that yeah Mm -hmm. he was good so black man What's your number four? Bram Stoker's Dracula. I that's the one that I thought was going to be on my list, but it ended up not making it. If I didn't, if, if he wasn't in Parenthood, Dracula probably would have been. Yeah, I really, you know, we both really like that movie. Yes. Um. Again, I say it every single time. It's a very sexy movie. Yes. Um. Erotic. Yes. Sultry. Yeah. Um. And again, um, we read the book uh-huh. around Halloween for the book club that we're in mm-hmm. at Classics Gifts and Books on uh, West Lafayette Street in yes. Trent, New Jersey. Um, great, great, great bookstore. Uh-huh. And um, the <laughs> I have seen the movie many, many times. It's the first time I ever read the book. Did you do? Did you do what I did? Like, did you have Keanu's voice? Yeah, I the first in your head with the book because I have Winona and and Keanu. The first time when I read the book for school, <laughs> I'd already seen the film, but I don't. I didn't do that then. But I think when I went to go read it last year, for some reason it was more immediate. Like I, I saw, I saw the saw him in the fucking carriage writing yep. and shit. It just it was a lot more visual to me yep. later. That's how I did. Ugh, I'm sorry. Um, so <laughs> I'm so I'm such a boring individual. No, you're not. Yeah. But yeah, the um, you know the the fact that I read the book actually made his character in the movie a little more understandable. Yes, because the character in the book is very stiff. You yeah. know, so, you know, you understand his like posture and everything more in the movie yeah. after having read the book. Where? So it made more sense. No, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, actually. And um, they've done a few movies together. Yeah, they did one a couple of years ago. That, I forget what it was called. It was a romantic comedy. You watched it. It's on the list. 
It's coming yeah. up. Um, I never watched, but yeah, I think they've done a couple of of things together. They're, it's 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 funny because they both kind of they were in like that same class of emerging stars. Yeah. At that time, um, Bram Stoker's Rack would have been what ninety two, something like that. Yeah, and I think early they, 90s. they both that was probably like one of the bigger, more serious mainstream movies that he'd done. She'd had a couple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, it's one She already of, did Beetlejuice at that point, She right? done Beetlejuice. Yeah. She was in, was, um, it, was it Beaches that she was in? No. What was, there was some movie that she was in when she was a little, pardon this, uh, this aside. What was the movie? Winona Ryder. Winona Mermaids. 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 But she'd already, she'd been in Heathers and like you said, Beetlejuice. Yeah, they've done four movies together. That's crazy. Yeah, they were just, they were of that same, I think he might have been a little older. And I think her. they're they're just good friends too. I'm right? going yeah. to assume like, they probably got better as they got older. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I think being like two of the people who. I wonder if he bailed her out. He might have. Who knows? He, I mean, he's he's had his own share of <laughs> misdeeds, <laughs> or just like you know, real life. I don't think it was that crazy, but I think he he's because he's a really reserved guy, and I think he had like one of his it's like a serious girlfriend had passed away or something like that. And I think since then he's kind of been more to himself, mm-hmm. which I think has only helped the enigma behind this guy who's uber rich and also. I am pouring sweat. Oh, boy. Ugh. So you don't want another shot? Not yet. My friend Tiffany was posting on Facebook that her daughter was cooking tonight and hashtagged it, prayers needed. Damn. I said, you and I go through. So yeah. I told her, I was like, sometimes I hide a PB&J in my room for occasions like these. We do. It sounds funny, but there's no <laughs> <Yep>. bullshit. <laughs> okay. Back to. All right. What's your numero tres? My number three is The Matrix. Again, not any of the sequels. Because I didn't care about them at that point, but him... In, Have you seen them all? Uh, I didn't watch the last one. I definitely saw the second one. I think it was the second one. I remember there was these weird twins that were like... They weren't albino, but they had like white dreadlocks or something like that, or blonde dreadlocks. I've never gotten through The Matrix. The first Matrix... It's kind of a like. Take off my socks and see if it'll help me cool down. It's kind of a mind fuck. There's like for an action for a movie that's like basically an excuse to have a lot of guns and karate in it. It does deal with a lot of like philosophical stuff. I've heard that. And there's a, there's a lot of talk of you know what would you do if you were presented with the option of uh, you know being able to escape the system and the program or you know live within it and you know do whatever the hell you want to do in your whatever your, your heart desires um but i think for that film is probably like as much lawrence fishburne's in that right it's him lawrence it's keanu lawrence fishburne uh carrie ann moss i think they're the main ones um but i think in terms of like Keanu's biggest stuff that's probably before John Wick especially in terms of like mainstream appeal oh, for sure those were you know his biggest things um 
And it, he, I don't, I don't know who else could have done it at that time. It's a lot. There was a lot that he had to go through. I think he ended up hurting his ankle or leg or something early on, that uh, that hindered everything he could do initially. But those those films are phenomenal, especially if you go if if you really get like tune everything out and just go along for the ride. Um, they're pretty goddamn crazy. Yeah, the the two times I've tried to watch The Matrix, and it's on my list of movies I need to get through at some point. Yeah. Um, I was drinking both times. Yeah, I don't. And you don't want to. You can't be drunk watching those movies. No. I found out how quickly I got very confused and couldn't keep up, and yeah, I was like, yeah, fuck this. Those are cool. The, 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 if you're gonna do anything, you're probably you probably want to smoke a blunt or something before you watch it, so you can <laughs> so you can really sit there and be like, yeah, man, I understand everything that's going on. Um, but yeah, those that that movie was great. Just just to be able to like that movie was, it was important. Like if you see a movie where. It slows down time to see a bullet traveling out of a gun. Mm-hmm. That's the Matrix. Like you know, not, that wasn't yeah. happening before that stuff. Um, there was just the fight scenes with like when he was learning how to do karate, and there's it's shit. I would think Bruce Lee would be doing when like you're fighting somebody or like you jump from one spot to another, but like because they're in this world where they can stretch their abilities he's not just like jumping the normal height he's jumping like halfway you know to the ceiling and then coming down kicking and sw- i don't know Th- those movies are really dope they've got a really uh dope look and uh i think Keanu was perfect for him what's your number three destination wedding that's the movie <laughs> that's i was thinking movie. of right um i don't even know what that's about it's too they meet somewhere they're not together, but they meet somewhere or something like they that? They are not together. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read you what the uh-huh. spiel says. Uh-huh. When Frank and Lindsay meet on their way to a destination wedding by accident, uh, they soon discover they have a lot in common. They both hate the bride, the groom, the wedding, themselves, and each other. Word. As the wedding events continually force them together... And their cheerlessness immediately isolates them from the other guests. Frank and Lindsay find that if you verbally spar with someone long enough, anything can happen. There you go. So it's a th- comedy? It is. Okay. It's very snarky and sarcastic. Uh, that's why you love it. Yes. You know, my two favorite words. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, you know, so without um, uh, ruining the movie, uh-huh. what is that called? Spoiling, spoiling, um, the movie. So there's some. Uh, you have to kind of figure out if they get together or not at the end. Oh, okay. Um, or if they don't. Uh-huh. And but yeah, it, the movie's really good. It's um, and because it's a destination wedding, like all the scenery is like really pretty and everything. But it's it kind of goes into also you know like I have this thing I always watch these things on Reddit. Uh-huh. Uh about um weddings and all this kind of crazy shit yeah and this kind of pokes fun at that that, yeah so you're kind of looking at from these two snarky sarcastic people and how they're viewing Uh everything going on around them at this wedding that neither of them want to fucking be at you know so she's an ex to somebody in the wedding Uh uh-huh He's like a friend or something, you know, so it's real, but their chemistry together and the conversations that they have are really, really 
good Word. and and it keeps the flow of the movie going really well from right from the beginning mm-hmm. okay. so i really really like the movie a lot that was a smaller one i think oh I, yeah i remember the seeing that come out i think on home release i don't know i don't know what it did in the theaters <laughs> or how how long it was even in the theaters but i remember seeing it only made it was budgeted for 5 million and it only made 1.7 yeah, something tells me it didn't have like a full theater run. It probably, no. it probably was a. I mean, five million isn't even that crazy um, to make a film. It was initially released in Germany. I want, yeah. I wonder how much of that was just their their salaries. Yeah, you know, because well, I'm saying like five million is nothing. No, to make a film, especially with uh, two people like that, uh, it was it more. It feels more like a passion project or something, but. Uh, Probably, and I, I could actually see that now that you say it, because um, um, it really, I couldn't tell you one other person that was in it. Yeah. It was so focused on the two of them. Yeah. So, yeah, I wonder if it was just, you know, like you're saying, like just something they wanted to, yeah. they wanted to do. Yeah, and they're, see, they're, they're, look, look at the cast that's listed. <laughs> Yeah, just them. Yeah, and they're and I think they're in a situation where like they've made enough money, or they can afford themselves the time to do something smaller. If it means they get to hang out with each other for a month or two, or however long it took to make this film. Let's see. It was has grossed a worldwide of one point three million plus thirty eight thousand three hundred ninety four with home video sales. Um. Rotten Tomatoes has it at 53% on 80 reviews. Uh, it says, um, the site's critical consensus reads, Destination Wedding reunites Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder for a sour comedy whose initially promising misanthropic, I always forget how to say that word. You said it right. Um, average score 46 out of 100 based on 19 critics, blah, 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 blah. A lot of people, pen, they panned it. They said it was stubbornly unfunny 86 minutes that feels a lot longer. Some people said it was torture. I really like the movie. Well, yeah. You don't agree with all critics, though. <laughs> um, Entertainment Weekly gave it a C+. New York Times said it was torture. LA Times panned it. Um, IndieWire gave it a B saying this is maybe this is what falling in love is like and it's high time that rom-coms had the space for weirdos like these and that's part of it is they're both they're not your typical no yeah. you like they're never gonna be the romantic yeah. couple that like you swoon about like the notebook or you know anything like that that in their characters in this they're both like hard to like where so almost like you you almost want them to like each other so they'd each have somebody in the fucking world that actually liked their sorry ass. That's <laughs> that kind of and I like that, you know. I right. like it that you know people that are difficult, mm-hmm. you know, still have somebody, yeah, you know. They need love too. Mhm. Okay. Well, my number 2 it's a film I've not watched in a while, but I really I would love it every time I see it. Is Point Break? That almost made mine. I, that because that I want to say that was the first adult movie I felt like he did. 
No, hundred percent. Yeah, that that definitely was. Ste- and I mean, it was funny. Because it was a huge step up. It was, but it was a step and up. And my for man him. was in it. I was gonna say it's a step <laughs> up for uh, Patrick Swayze as yep. well. He he normally was the good guy, and in this one, he was the total. He was the ringleader of the bad guy. He was a total piece of shit too. <laughs> yeah, but I think like them robbing banks with the uh, with the president's masks on and. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it was a surf movie, but it was also like the 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 hang or the the what's the fuck is it called? What's the skydiving and sky stuff? Um, I don't know. I really fuck with that movie. They used it to come. It was really good. It's a very when for years it was like a really popular movie. Yeah, and then they did a remake, and I said I'm I never they did watched a remake it. of that. Yeah, it was uh, gosh, 2013, 2014, sometime. Oh, twenty fifteen. Yeah. yeah, it was. I I. I don't know how well it did. I don't know anybody who really liked that movie, but uh. So the original was out in '91. Mm-hmm. It was a 24 million dollar budget, and they pulled in almost 84 million. It makes sense. <clears throat> that makes Gary, sense. I forgot Gary Busey was in it. Yeah, he was the he was like the cop dude that was with him, or like, <coughs> like putting him on or whatever. I was also into a lot of those. Uh, what do you call? And Lori Petty was in it. I yeah, forgot Lori about Petty that. was yeah. the, was his love interest or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those undercover cop movies. I used to watch a lot of those at that time, and uh, <laughs> that was a big one. That when that when that hit the movie channel, I was watching it all the fucking time. Yeah, that was a what was that show I used to watch? Um, where they were in high school. They were. I mean, they were cops, but they were playing high school kids. Johnny Depp and Twenty One Jump Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, it's all that same kind of. <laughs> jump. <laughs> but that was that. That was like pure early eighties. Oh yeah. Oh, very, it was very eighties. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I said early eighties. I meant to say late eighties, early nineties. But yeah, yeah, that was that was it was right before like things got really flashy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Like, there's not much to say. I just think. Uh, that was probably one of the films where I saw. I was like, "Damn, he could really do this shit!" Like, again, I, I, and it took you into the surfing world, which in one hundred percent, there's not a lot of surfing, not surfing movies, but surfing with like that much of like a cops and robbers, you know, action yeah, aspect I think, to it. I'm not even fucking around when I say I think like the last surfing movie, serious one before that was like Gidget. Yeah, no, for real though. Yeah, 100% you know, moon doggy and shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I re- <laughs> I'm so happy that you remember that. <laughs> yeah. I used to watch. Um, what was the the show? Because they, it, I forget what the name of it was. But when they had when Gidget was like a mom and shit. Oh, um, I forget. I I don't know if it was. It was like the new Gidget. Or so I used to watch that, and I used to watch uh, the new Leave It to Beaver. Yeah, I used to like um, the Gidget TV show because that was Sally Field. Yes. Uh huh. And I liked. Uh, she also did the Flying Nun, and th- that was a good one too. Yeah, I never watched the Flying Nun, but uh, really showing my age on that one because that you know that co- coincides with Callie when she when I was showing her my baby picture, and she asked me what year color was invented because my baby picture was in black and white. <laughs> I got to. I think she was like five, four, something like that. So I don't. I feel bad because I remember watching Total Aside. I remember watching the new Leave It to Beaver. But they stopped showing it, and I didn't know if it got canceled before I was able to see what the, the what happened, or if it just stopped. Eddie being Haskell a... went to jail. I'm kidding. I don't know. 
it was some it was something with his kid or something. But I I remember it, it was feeling like a cliffhanger, and for whatever reason, it just I was never able to figure out what the hell happened after the one episode I saw. I could I was like that with uh what's happening now. I couldn't figure out like what happened. Like where where did they it just like it just stopped. Yeah, see it says in the series finale Beaver decides to reestablish the family ties that were severed by his divorce. It says at the time of the production it was not known for certain that this would be the series final episode. So it might have ended it probably ended in a way where there might have been some uh some some left strands or whatever. Ah. Damn it. Yeah. Not that I'm... It's so fucking corny, though. I couldn't rewatch that now if I tried. Um, but yeah, Point Break. If you've not Fabulous seen... Fabulous movie. If you've not seen it, go see it. That would have... If I if we had a, did a top six, that was number six. I feel you. I was just like... Right there. <laughs> nah, that, that, that movie had a, it had a big impression on me when I was younger. Um, what's your number two? I really was... I, I almost moved it to my number five uh-huh. just for the fact that Patrick Swayze was in it. And I was like, no, no. I, no. I assumed it was going to be on your list because of Patrick Swayze. <laughs> oh, we should do a top five Patrick Swayze movies. I Roadhouse, could, Roadhouse, but so Roadhouse. I, I couldn't Roadhouse, name five. Roadhouse. Ghost. Yeah. Roadhouse. Dirty, da- Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing, Havana Nights. No, that wouldn't be on Roadhouse. my list. Roadhouse. Point um, Break. Next of Kin. Next of Kin. Yeah, there, there's, that would be my five. Uh, I forget. I feel like there was a few more, but I can't off that, the top of my head. That would be that's my the six five. I can remember. Next to Ken, I loved that he was in um the Havana Nights one because and he was a dance instructor. Like it was, it was him. You know, uh-huh. it was his character from the first movie. But it was kind of sad because that meant him and Baby weren't together. I, I, if there's if there's one movie that I was a alive for the pop culture phenomenon of it but didn't care about it was dirty dancing i watched the the um documentary about that it was really interesting because that so many ways that movie almost didn't happen and and then it launched this movie studios whole Mm -hmm. everything and then they fucked it all up motherfuckers get greedy or just be done with the money pretty much um what's your number two that was my number two. What's your number two? John Wick 3. Wow. That's what's up. John yep. Wick 3 is my number two. I, Yeah. That's a really and, good film. And I, I totally... Um, I'm not knocking John Wick 2 at all. Well, which would happen? 2 was the one where it was the brother of the woman that was trying to... Yeah. Okay. So And it was fine. Everything yeah. was great. It was a, another great movie. But, you know, John Wick, the first one was the intro. Yeah, and that's how you learned everything, and and then, but three brought in Halle Berry, which I was completely against when I found out she was going to be in it, and I was like, "What the fuck do we need her for?" Yeah, and then I thought she did amazing. Now me and the ladies that were playing Cards Against Humanity a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. they all sided against me. They did not like her in the movie. They thought she was terrible. Terrible. Yeah, I was super like, what? Wait a minute. But ter- terrible? How? Her acting or her action? Yes, both. It was just like not believable at all. I'm like, I thought she did a fabulous job, and I need a fucking prequel for just her. I'm confused. As to with the daughter and why the daughter's gone and her how she met john and you know because he had the marker i love the thing with the markers now the whole lore behind john wick is fascinating 
and I, I still feel like they're making it up as they're going along. Like, it, <laughs> like they probably, they, I feel like they brought all this shit up in the first film. They saw it popped, and it was like, all right, let's just keep teasing a little bit because you don't know everything. No, you know, we don't know why. I feel like I don't know anything. You still. don't know why the continental exists. You're just thrown into this world. And I think that's that's kind of the beauty of it. They, they've done. Aren't a good they job. supposed to make a something with the Continental? They're supposed to be a, a show, a yeah. TV show, right? Yeah, yeah. they're supposed to be a TV series. I think it's on FX. We're going to be on FX or something, <laughs> um, based solely around the hotel. I don't know when it's set. I don't know who's supposed to be in it. There's also supposed to be uh, a movie they're doing with the ballerina character from John Wick Three. But oh, I remember you. T- you were telling me that. Who knows when uh, that's going to be coming out? Yeah, th- three is probably my favorite from the series. Um, I think it's the one I've watched, rewatched the most. I just like I, I for a fi- for a film series that's about revenge. I like the fact that that one's like really, you know, him against the world. Very much, and it doesn't. It three doesn't even start with like backstory or anything. It's like bet. I like the black guy that works at the hotel. Yeah, he's a great actor. He's a great actor. Um, great character as well. The only one I don't like as much is uh the dude that owns the hotel. He's cool, but Oh yeah. I don't I'm I'm not like if I'm ranking characters, he's probably one of my least favorite. Um because he doesn't do much. He kinda just sits around and drinks the whole time. Which is cool, but I think uh there's so many cool characters and moments that he kind of stands out as being one of the weaker. Oh, so John Wick Chapter 4 is in production and due to be released on May 21st, 2021. Damn, a whole year. I wonder what the, how they're going to step it up because 3 had him riding horses and, and, and fucking killing people while being around horses and shit. So John Wick, born Giordani Jovanich, John Jovanovich in Belarus. Yeah, when... When uh, he is taken as an orphan in by the Tarasov Russian mafia and raised as an assassin, his ruthlessness earned him the nickname Baba Yaga or Boogeyman. The Baba Yaga. At the beginning of the first film, he has been inactive for five years, having retired from the mafia. When uh, when he mentioned that his name was Jordani Janovich, when I when the first time I saw, it, I was like, "Oh shit, that's amazing." Because you just thought his name was John Wick, not realizing like the <clears throat> levels of how mm-hmm. how deep that stuff goes. Damn. Okay, it says uh, in January 2018, the Continental series was ordered and will premiere on the Stars Network. Oh, Network. it's on Stars. Interesting. Chris Collins will serve as executive writer and showrunner for the series, while David Leach, Keanu Reeves, and Chad. Stahelski yeah. will produce the series. Makes sense. Stahelski will also direct the pilot episode. That's normal. COO of Stars, now president and CEO Jeffrey Hirsch, later confirmed that the television series will be a prequel that takes place years before the films. I wonder if it's going to stay on Stars. Let's see. The following is a list of cast members who portrayed characters appearing in the film series. Okay, so they're not. About the TV show. Yeah, who even knows? Yeah. Especially if it's a prequel, who knows how long it's going to be before the movie series. I want to see them make Angelica Houston look really young. I don't... I, I'm going to assume... <laughs> she handled getting stabbed in the hand like a fucking trooper, though. <laughs> Gee, she, she taught them girls how to be, you know, the murderous ballerinas. She probably... <laughs> imagine the shit she's seen. 
But I, something tells me like the most you're gonna get is like a hint of John Wick being the Baba Yaga, or like him walking past something. Or, yeah, you know? I, I don't think you're gonna you're gonna if you get the characters from the film, they're probably gonna look you're gonna be people that look like them, but not be anywhere close to mm-hmm. you know where they are in the movies now. Um, and it shouldn't be because if it's a prequel, they're not at the level where they are now. But again, a prequel could be anything. Yeah. The the Black Widow movie coming out is technically a prequel, but it takes place. When the hell did Civil War come out? Twenty fifteen. So like in the in the world of Marvel, it's a prequel that's going to take place roughly ten years ago, as opposed to like you know fifty years ago. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um. So yeah, that that'll be the interesting part of uh how long ago this actually goes. Um. Yeah. Okay. So we already know my number one was speed. My number one is the John Wick franchise. <laughs> I'm at the point now where I can't even look at these films as because the story is so. So for you, it's like a six, seven hour long movie. Well, don't forget, it's not John Wick three. It's John Wick chapter three. It's John Wick chapter yeah. two. Like these, and it's we're all again. It's not a situation where stop licking your asshole on my bed. She's not talking to me. I promise. These aren't movies. I that, am talking to you. No, you're not I'm talking to the cat. <laughs> this, this, these movies aren't taking place like with five years in between. Like no, the, they're like back to back to back. The time between John, the end of John Wick two and the beginning of John Wick three is like an hour. And well, the same thing with the uh, the second one because he was he still has the phone and yeah, the, from the first to the second one. How did two two begin when he went to go kill those people? Yeah, I imagine I, I don't know the time frame in between one and two, but I know it's not that long. Um, but yeah, I think in terms of modern action films that aren't tied to like some big franchise, whether it's Fast and Furious or Marvel or some comic book. They're just so, it's such a perfect combination of ultra violence, but. They're dark, they're depressing. Yeah. But, they're re- but at the same time, they're so much fun to watch. 100%. And you're so engrossed in John's plight of that moment. But also, I mean, just talking about, you know, the prequel and everything, like, there's a lot of. <clears throat> There's a lot of moving parts to it. There's a lot of, but like it's it's a world that you just step into. It's not like they're they're not. Well, you know what it is too. In the scenes where like they send out the stuff to like the text messages to rent to just everybody, yeah. and there's now like a ten million dollar bounty on his head, yeah. and he's just trying to walk down the street, and he's you you are seeing through his eyes. That he's seeing everybody who's now looking at him, and you don't realize how many people yeah. are affiliated, and you're like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> you know. But I, I, it's more. It's it, that's part of it. I think they they've created such a unique world. I mean, the fact that the continent. I just want to work in the, where the telephone operators are. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it's a it's a spot where they're all dressed up like they're you know these these suited and booted hipsters but all the women like have tattoos and you know it's it's like the most murderous accountants that you've ever seen in your life the, the continental could be t- could be from 
the thirties or it could be from the seventies. Like, you know, it's, 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 it's really unique to, uh, how a lot of these franchises are built where some of them might feel modern. Some some might feel back in the day. John Wick could be whenever or wherever. I don't know. I, I I think there's something about that series that is so. And it's not like, it's not really fashion conscious. It's not really, um, there's no like a real discussion about like politics or movies or music. So you can't date it. No. Yeah. It's, it's definitely just this world where these motherfuckers is about to go crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. And have been continuing to go crazy for years and years. And the rest of us are like, hmm, we didn't even know that was happening. 100%. It's like, uh, it's like the Assassin's version of that, that, uh, made for TV movie, V. Like it was like, or not, um, was it they, the, with Louis Gossett Jr. was on the movie. Was it Louis Gossett Jr.? What movie? What was it about? With the wrestler. The guy that you put the glasses on. Oh, they live. They live. Was that Lewis? That wasn't Lewis Gossett. No. I feel like there was. Roddy Piper was the star. I forget the name of the black dude that's in it, though. Why am I thinking of a Lewis Gossett Jr.? Lewis Gossett Jr. did, um, fuck. He did that other alien movie, right? Where he was the alien. Uh, I'm going to look it up. Was that him? I can't think of. I feel like there's one movie I thought you were talking about, but now I have no idea. <laughs> Lewis Gossett Jr. movie. Because there was an early 90s series that he was a part of. Um, was it Iron Eagle? I don't think that's what you're talking about, though. I don't, I, nah, I don't know what movie you're talking about, babe. And he's still acting. He old. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Iron Eagle. There were three Iron Eagle movies. I thought that's what you were talking about. Sorry, there were four Iron Eagle movies. <laughs> I don't think I watched a second of any of them. He was also in the principal, and in uh, Digstown. I love Digstown. I love Digstown. I don't know if uh, I don't know what alien movie he was in. Are you talking about Alienation? No. Are you talking about Enemy Mine? Enemy Mine. I never saw it. You never seen it? No. Oh my god, we have to watch it. Oh, it's on Hulu. Yeah, I never saw this shit in my life. Yeah, Lewis Gossett Jr. That was the movie. I don't know nothing about Enemy Mine. So, Louis Gossett Jr. plays an alien, and they're at war with humans. And him and Dennis Quaid are both stranded. They're, they're uh, battalions or whatever. Uh-huh. Leave them on this, on this planet. And um, they have to work together to survive. Mm-hmm. And then there's some like weird, like really fucking weird <laughs> shit that happens. <laughs> I'm not up on that. He it was a great movie. I love the movie. We'll have to check that out at some point. <laughs> we'll have to watch that one. I don't know if it's happening. I will tell you, uh, Lewis Gossett Jr.'s alien character 
gives birth. That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, so. alienation. They used to get drunk off of drinking sour milk, so there was always weird shit going on in those mm-hmm. mid eighties, early or alien movies. Yes, I agree. <laughs> okay. But, uh, so I know we talked about your number one, but what's your favorite scene from Speed? Um, probably when he shoots Harry. Uh, yeah. He again with the you know shooting somebody in the leg, um, mm-hmm. you know. But he he says you know like how do you take the the victim out of the equation? Shoot them. You shoot the victim. Yeah. So he shot him, and he was like, I can't, and Harry's like, I can't believe you fucking shot me. And he's like <laughs> super mad. But um, yeah. He shot. But uh, I also like the part where Dennis Hopper's character is watching the video, and he's like this. With yeah. his fingers, he's like watching the video because he realized he saw something. Yeah, he saw a jump or something. Yeah, he saw a jump. So he's waiting and he's just watching. He's like, no! Yeah. <laughs> like, that, shit, that was the coolest shit to me when, when, when they realized that they could do that with the the, the closed caption or the CCTV feed or whatever it's called. No, 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 no. My favorite part, and Joe Morton, he's like, when they told him that the bridge wasn't finished. Yeah. And he's like, everybody's fired. Everybody's fucking fired. That was... <laughs> That was the best line. Is Joe Morton still acting? I don't know. Ever since Whitley dumped him, I don't know. That's a shame. He was in good shit. He was in that one. I actually thought she should have stayed with him from a different world in case you guys don't know. There was that one film. It was. I the... feel like she would have been better with him and done more with her life than yeah, with Dwayne. I think he was also too old for her, though. Not like that that's a bad thing, but I think just... She was just starting to experience life, and I don't think she would have been cool mm-hmm. with being the wife of the politician. I think that's what she was bred to do, though. I think that's what she was bred to do, but in like another 10, 15 years. Mm, I don't think I disagree. she would have been, what, 23? 20, well, she had already been working at EH, right? And was running the dorm for like a year or two at that point so yeah. probably like 26 i don't th- i don't think that was her life in my so, opinion Dwayne was a piece of shit i mean he fucked up he, a few times he fucked up big she she he some must have been right because she left homeboy at the altar <laughs> baby please what was the name of the one the walking dead this has nothing to do with zombies it was all it was joe morton eddie griffin alan payne marie it, get out of the closet there were a, a group of black, uh, so, black Marines in the, in the Vietnam. Oh War. yeah, that movie was fire. I'd never seen it, but I remember I remember the movie. It it, it got it used to come on HBO. I had it on VHS. That shit got slept on. Bernie Mac was in. It. I forgot oh, he was wow. in it. Um, yeah, that was a really good film. That um, uh, excuse me, <laughs> sounded like Jaden in the other room for a second. <laughs> Uh, nah, but yeah, I, I gotta find The Walking Dead. That was a really good film. Um, yeah, I will watch it. But, uh, yeah, I think that's gonna wrap it up for this week, huh? Okay. All right, and um, if you would like to follow us on social media, everything's Pretty Unlimited. So Pretty Unlimited at, on, at Twitter, at us, uh, Pretty Unlimited, or Pretty underscore Unlimited on Instagram, Pretty uh-huh. Unlimited on Facebook. Yo, and fuck Facebook today. That pissed me off. You they tried to... Talk about it. 
Huh? It, there's a post on the, the Pretty Unlimited Facebook page that you almost didn't see, which is ironic because it's an ad that's not going to run during the Oscars. <coughs> <clears throat> because people like ABC and the Oscars rejected the ad and the ad is about postpartum a, a company that does products for women going through postpartum which um let's be for real you you were there with me you're fucking bruised you got you likely got stitches to to pee is like tss, and mm. you're supposed to do this sits bath and you're supposed to do this and you're supposed to do ice packs and and all this crazy shit and your body is in so much fucking pain and then the baby's crying in the background i've not watched the full ad what so it's just showing like what they give you when you come out of the hospital yeah. a lot of hospitals they give you this like mesh kind of panties big thing and it's just stretchy over you and it's supposed to help you hold your pads in place yeah. and so it's just the woman and it looks like a big diaper yeah. and the woman is just walking from her room to the bathroom to try to go pee yeah. and using all these various products. You got to get up and go get this one. And if you yeah. don't remember to get it, you know, all, and try to change out these pads and, and, um, did they say specifically why they said, um, cause that, all I see is the image of the one that I saw on the page was the one with her on the toilet. Yeah. They said, um, that they don't do feminine hygiene products or hemorrhoid products is what they told the company. That's that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous for an industry that tries to act so liberal. Yes. But that's when you realize that it's liberal for and especially ABC. For I mean, fuck ABC for a second. I'm talking about Hollywood and and the Academy in mm -hmm. general. Like, but again, it's we don't want to know the trials and tribulations of what women go through. We but, don't want to know. We'd rather remain in the dark. But I'm saying for but this this and this is the problem though because they're also the ones who. When the Me Too movement was starting up and the Times Up was starting up, they made sure to show the images of women on the red carpet with their pins and talking about these things. But when it takes like one second to go a little deeper, cutting them off, it's it's not it's it's something that is too much. Which yeah. is it's I don't know it's fucking stupid. But you can't stop if it you can't stop it if you don't talk about it. A hundred percent. You know, as much as I've talked to my daughters about you know, being careful and, you know, ways that you need to try to protect yourself is as many conversations as I've had with our son. Like, don't you fucking, you know, make any, any woman or man or anybody feel unsafe. Like you should be trying to protect and be there for everybody. You shouldn't make anybody feel like they have to kiss you. They have to let you touch them. They right. have, you know, that's not something you should ever do. Yeah. They'll, they'll, if somebody, and I've had the same conversation with the girls, you mm -hmm. know, don't put anybody in a situation yeah. where, you know, they're feeling unsafe around you. I don't yeah. care. You know, our, all three of our kids get the same conversations. 100%. Don't be a dickhead. You little asshole. Basically little fuckers. <laughs> so yeah, you, you can now see that post on the page. So before a while it wasn't up on the page. Yeah, so Facebook said uh, it was for nudity and sexual something or other, and um, I took screenshots of it, Word. and um, and I decided to push it, and it asked if I wanted to um, if accept their bullshit or if I wanted to send it for review. So I chose to send it for review, yeah. <coughs> and they sent me uh, an update, and they apologized. And said we were wrong. Yeah, they said we're, we're sorry we got it wrong or something. And they let, and so now it's up. So. so you can go to Pretty Unlimited on Facebook and you can see that and more. Mm -hmm. We're also on SoundCloud, Pretty Unlimited, Pretty Unlimited on Apple Podcasts. 
Spotify. Google Play. Tipsycast.com. PrettyUnlimited.com. <laughs> all that stuff. And on that note, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Let us know your favorite Keanu Reeves movies or parts or your favorite pieces to John Wick. <laughs> or your favorite Chuck Norris film. I want to see. Okay, yeah. Let me know your favorite Chuck Norris movie. Um, on that note, we love you guys. Mwah. <laughs>